0: Welcome to Teaching Channel Talks. As often as I can, I speak with expert educators about addressing challenging issues in education. I'm your host, Wendy Amato, and today I've brought you Julia Pacros from the Lavinia Group. Julia, welcome.
1: Hi, Wendy. Thanks for having me.
0: Uh, Thank you for coming. I want to hear all about the Lavinia Summer Rise Program. Jump in and tell me what it's all about.
1: Yeah, so the Rise Summer Program is very exciting, and we built this program actually two years ago in response to feedback from our partners who asked for continuity and support in a really robust summer program that they could use to support students as they transition from the previous grade level to the next grade level. And this really started in response to COVID, right? So we know how hard that transition was, how abrupt that transition was for students. They spent the whole year learning from home behind computers, Um, not in classrooms with their peers and with their teachers. And so a lot of the schools that we work with said to us, hey, we'd love support putting together a curriculum that really supports kids academically and socially, emotionally, as they transition from being in this virtual world to coming back into the classroom.
0: And so we set
1: to work putting together a program to do exactly that.
0: Summer of 2020, I think people hoped, okay, this will just last for a little while. We'll get back in the group fall of 2020 and and, yeah. and things will be okay. But your partners were saying things were not okay. And looking ahead, we can see they're still not going to be okay. We got to have help. And yeah. Lavinia Group responded to it. It, it sounds like consistency and continuity are keywords in what the program delivers during right. during disrupted teaching do you do you think that a program like this has shelf life
1: yeah absolutely and what we're seeing is already our partners are getting really creative with how they are building around these core components. So we have some schools that are um, you know, structuring summer school as a half day, some schools that are structuring it as a full day and they're building these fantastic enrichment elements around it. I was just talking to a school leader yesterday who told me that after kids attend their literacy and their math classes in the morning, um, they're gonna have an opportunity to work on coding in the afternoon. Wow. And another school leader who said to me, um, after they work on literacy and math, they found a great STEM program to collaborate with so that students have the opportunity to work on science-based programs as well throughout the summer. So we're seeing that schools are getting really creative Um, in building around these core components and that they're really grateful, right, that they don't have to scrounge together curriculum for literacy and math, because we've really put a lot of time and effort into thinking about, you know, as a third grader transitions into fourth grade, what is essential for them to work on and really get under their belt before they start the school year.
0: I like thinking about the longevity of a program like Lavinia's Summer Rise because, We've learned a lot of great things about teaching and learning even during disruption. And and one of them really is about ensuring a steady opportunity for this kind of input for learners at all grade levels. And so I sass a little bit thinking like, okay, we just have to ping pong around to get through this time, but but actually we need to carry forward what we know is working. And tell me a little bit about the results. I, I'm I, There's a lot to brag about for the students who have come through a summarized program. The results are indisputable.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and there's there's a lot that kind of go in, goes into that recipe, right? Mm-hmm. So we, we do have this foundational curriculum that we're really excited about. Um, but the other part of the program that has really led to these impactful results is the intentional teacher development, right? We know, Wendy, you and I know, because we've seen this happen over and over again, that a curriculum by itself is not what translates into student results. It's about the teacher development that really exactly. supports the implementation. Of that curriculum um, and so that's one of our guiding principles of this program as well and also why it's really appealing to school leaders and teachers because the program begins with a week-long training and institute that really orients everybody to the curriculum uh, to the curriculum itself but also into our core methods and our beliefs about how we intellectually prepare and how we deliver a literacy lesson and how we deliver a math lesson
0: And the Summer Institute is teachers only. This is their readiness before having students.
1: It's teachers. Yeah. So it's, so students aren't there, but teachers and leaders, we invite everybody to join us. Yeah. And it's a big kickoff. um, And it's, you know, it's also really fun. We have schools that kind of tap into our Zoom from all over the country. um, And we have this incredible wealth of knowledge because as we're sharing an approach to literacy, we get to learn from experienced teachers in California and in Washington, DC. And so it creates a really rich conversation and everybody leaves with new techniques.
0: I like the intentionality. This is not learn as you go with students in front of you and trying to stay a, a page ahead. This is an, an institute with the educators, with the leaders, saying we're all committing. We want to learn how to use this to get the mm-hmm. results that we know will come from using it properly. And just like you said, curriculum doesn't exist. Uh, well, it exists on its own, but it doesn't do anything on its own. It's right. the- fidelity of of implementation that makes all the difference. Tell me more about the Institute and that preparation for the instructors. What's it like during that week?
1: Yeah. So the Institute itself is highly engaging and interactive. So, you know, for example, throughout the course of an Institute, the Institutes are uh, virtual. They're about six hours. um, And we really spend intentional time making sure that all teachers in the program have a clear vision for what instruction looks like over Mm -hmm. the summer then we spend time really unpacking, you know, what were the particular elements that you saw in the instruction in the classroom. Um, And then we use the majority of the time for teachers to really plan practice and to get feedback from one another. And we found that, you know, that is really a silver bullet that translates into implementation the very next week, because teachers leave feeling really confident. They also have had a chance to see all these other experts practice delivering the curriculum so that's how we structure our institutes for the most part
0: you're not standing around looking at it people are actually doing it
1: (laughs) no and much you know much like our philosophy on instruction right our goal is also not for the facilitators to be talking the whole time our goal is that the majority of the work and the thinking happens from our participants and so you know we aim to have this kind of 80 20 ratio of the majority of the work Happening from the people joining us in the session.
0: I love it when educators and programs practice what they preach. We want our students engaged and involved in their learning, and mm-hmm. the instructor uh, preparation should be exactly that too, yeah. engaging and, and involved. And so, Wendy, what
1: happens is, you know, we start with that first week, but that's not that's not it. The development continues. And so from that point on, over the next five weeks, because we provide five weeks of curriculum. Twice a week, all teachers have the opportunity to tap into an ongoing professional development session. So if I'm again I'll use the example of a third grade math teacher, I might have a professional development scheduled for Tuesdays and Thursdays at 12pm. And what that looks like is I'll tap into my zoom, and I'll again have the opportunity to be greeted by a Lavinia group facilitator, um, and about 20 to 30 other third grade math teachers leading this program across the country. And together the facilitator will lead us through an intellectual prep of a lesson for tomorrow. And so together we'll kind of all use our minds, we'll spar, we'll talk about what's the exemplar, what are the misconceptions, what strategies do we anticipate students will see. Um, And that's the work that would happen on Tuesday. And then on Thursday, when we come back together, we're gonna ask teachers to upload examples of student work so that then we can start to see what are all the ways students are approaching this problem. What does the work show us about what students are understanding and what they're not understanding? And how are we going to address this tomorrow? And all of this, right, this responsiveness and this development mm-hmm. is what's translated into our unbelievable results. And so last summer we saw 25% growth in math and ELA from wow. the pre-assessment to the post-assessment. Yeah, we were really excited and um you know, that's the point of this program. Yes, it's a bridge program to make sure that students feel comfortable and oriented, but it's also, we want to catch students up who are feeling a little bit far behind, and we want them to enter the next grade level feeling really solidified in the math concepts and the reading skills from the previous year.
0: Students want to learn. There's no question. Nobody goes into a classroom Accepting discomfort and confusion, or uh, even fear of participating. So, to provide this is really a gift.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, we've also seen and we've heard um, that students become more and more confident over the course of the summer. And we start to see that through their level of participation. So, last year, teachers shared that at the beginning of the summer, students started and, you know, they were like, oh, summer school. But about a week (laughs) in, a week in when they got the hang of what the blocks looked like and they, you know, became really enticed by the narratives of these stories and saw themselves really connecting to the characters. We heard that, um, you know, students, again, were doing the majority of the discussing and the participating in classes and asking fantastic questions.
0: We've talked a little bit about what the student experience is like. We've talked a little bit about the instructor experience. Can you talk to me about some of the components of the program itself? How does a school determine what readings will be available or where are there opportunities for a school leader to customize some of what's made available to their program? Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, great question. So the way that we run this um, is we have two sessions, right? That's what we think about this. This is two sessions over the summer. Um, And the reason we call them sessions is because we love the idea of all these teachers starting the program together, learning alongside one another, checking in with each other weekly on how students are progressing, and then really finishing the summer at the same time. We really Mm -hmm. like the camaraderie of that and the community of that. That being said, there are plenty of schools that say, you know what, five weeks isn't going to work for me. I actually need to do three days a week with my school, and I'm going to spend two days a week doing really exploratory field trips in the city. Um, And that's fine as well, right? Our goal is really to provide schools with a foundational program, a core program that's robust. And what that looks like are the teacher trainings, the curriculum, the professional development, the um, pre-assessments, the post-assessments, and then finally the data trackers. And the data trackers are really just an opportunity for schools to collect and progress monitor data on a weekly basis. And those are the five components, but really we encourage schools to customize this and adapt this in any way that makes sense for them. So if they, as I mentioned earlier, wanna do a half day or a whole day, if they wanna do three days, five days, you know, two weeks, five weeks, it's really up for them, up to them, excuse me. What we do do though, is we spend a lot of time um, strategizing with the schools and helping them as thought partners, really think about what their goals are for the summer. And then helping them put together and really customize a program that's going to help them reach their goals.
0: I love the consultative element because people don't always have time to think through. They know what they need big picture, but operationalizing it is sometimes a little overwhelming and time is of the essence. We're looking at summer of 2022 right now. It's time for school leaders to get their commitments in place for the families and for the students. Talk to me about what a conversation's like with a school leader in, in, in determining how to fit the pieces together. Yeah. Is there is there a form that you fill out? Is there an online assessment? Is there a is there a model that you begin with as a as a as a gold standard and then work from there?
1: Yeah, it's a great question. Um, and I'm kind of engaged in these conversations almost daily now, but basically Mm -hmm. when a school expresses interest and they do that through just going through our website and finding, you know, where it says summer school and yes, there is an interest form that they can fill out. Um, at that point, what happens is for the most part, me, I will most likely be the person to reach out to them and say, Hey, I'd love to learn. Yeah. I'd love to learn more about your summer program, what it is you're learning to accomplish. And kind of talk to you about the pieces and the components that we offer to see if we could be a good fit. And from that point, I'll sit down with the school leader. And generally it's a principal or assistant principal that I'm speaking with um, to hear their, you know, their goals for the summer. And it it varies, right? For some schools they're really focused on remediating student gaps from the previous from the previous year, mm-hmm. um, or even from two or three years behind grade level, mm-hmm. right? So a lot of times I'm going to ask them in our conversation to really bring data to the table and let's talk about who are the students and what exactly do they need? Because our program is really designed to help intervene from the previous grade level, but If you have a student coming in with a foundational math gap from a second grade, you know, second grade skill, then I'm going to help you customize a program that also helps address those skills, right? And so we'll have that conversation um, to put together the programmatic elements that make sense for them. Other school leaders will come to us and say, actually, I'm really, really interested in teacher support and teacher development over the summer. My teachers want to grow. Um, or I've got new teachers and I want to orient them to our levers of intellectual prep and work study.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and so if that's their focus, we'll kind of talk about, great, how do we build a schedule that really emphasizes and prioritizes teacher development? What's the role of you know, the Lavinia group in supporting that? And you know, what's my recommendations and from a leader perspective in terms of how often you should be observing and coaching and looking at student work?
0: It so sounds it like- really varies it sounds like there are a lot of levers that can be um, pushed up or pulled back depending on the needs of the program. That's Mm -hmm. all kinds of flexibility. Yeah. We
1: really want it to work for We, you know, I just want to emphasize this. We, We really do want it to work for everyone. You know, we're, we're partnered with charter schools. We're partnered with public schools. We're partnered with private schools. Like truly the idea is that any student or teacher or school leader that wants a um, pretty packaged program that also has opportunities for you know flexibility.
0: Um, we want to work with them and we want to give them what they need so that it's easy. Julia, I think a lot of school administrators dismiss programs, even really excellent, effective programs because they worry about the finances. Mm-hmm. I feel like there are some funds available for programs like Summer Rise. Mm-hmm. What do you know about that? or what kind of questions are you hearing? Yeah, absolutely.
1: I think, you know, the t- two things that have come up this summer in conversations, right, one is funding and two is staffing. And so mm-hmm. I think for funding, um, you know, what a lot of our partners have shared with us is that they're able to use the ESSER funds that are bit, have been made available to them um, in order to pay for this program, which is great. Um, alternatively, I've just heard about an initiative in California, where California is now Um, funding an extended learning day program, and they've put out additional money for about 30 days of extended learning. So, you know, I think on a federal scale, it's at ESSER funds, but each state is kind of offering different variations of what that looks like, given their school communities.
0: Yeah, there are funds earmarked for professional development. There are funds that are looking for certain performance metrics. And I Mm -hmm. think all the ingredients are right here. So that takes an obstacle off the table. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And mostly it's, you know, we're we're seeing
1: across the board that states are looking to expand the number of days students are in school this year and next year as part of an effort to, you know, regain the lost learning from COVID.
0: Julia, work like what you're doing it doesn't just um, emerge out of a vacuum. Are you involved with uh, partnerships? Are you collaborating with others? How uh, how is the work of the Lavinia Group informed by uh, collaboration and partnerships?
1: Yeah, so um, you know I mentioned this briefly in the beginning, but this program was born in response to feedback from our partners. And I say that because um, we are an organization that throughout the course of the year, the academic year, what we are doing each and every day is partnering with schools across the country and supporting those schools with teacher development, leader development and curriculum. We also have institutes throughout the course of the year, similar to the ones that we offer in the summer. And so what's great about this program is that our facilitators and our instructional coaches, this is the work that they do every single day. Right now, my 60 colleagues are across the country in schools, leading teacher development, leading PLCs, you know, conducting model lessons, uh, doing leader development, implementing curriculum. And so they're really experts in this. They're not, you know, this is not um, something we do in isolation. This is really the culmination of the best practices that we've learned throughout our year-long experience with schools.
0: Julia, you've changed the way I'm looking ahead at this summer, and you've changed the way I'm looking ahead at, at how we support schools, leaders, teachers, students. Thank you for sharing with me today.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. It was fun to talk about the program.
0: Educators, you can find links to the topics that Julie and I discussed in the show notes or at teachingchannel.com podcast. Take a moment and leave a rating and review on your favorite podcast listening app. It will help more educators to find us. I'll see you soon for another episode. Thanks for listening.